T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The following program has been pre-recorded. Thanks for tuning in this weekend to Let's Talk Portland, Odyssey Portland's weekly public affairs program. I'm Gary Bloxham. If you're thinking about taking a vacation soon to the Oregon coast, there's a lot to do. And there's a lot of good you can do, too. Let's talk about it. On the show this time, I'd like to welcome Josh Heinemann. Josh is the Director of Tourism Marketing for the City of Seaside. Hey there, Josh. Welcome to Let's Talk Portland. Hey, thanks for having me. Or maybe Let's Talk Seaside. Yeah, let's talk them both. <laughs> we, can, we can change the name of the show just for you. Let's do it. So tell me about what you do for the city of Seaside. Uh, I do marketing. And so uh, it's a really fun job. I could do things like radio, like this. Yeah. But you know what I spend most of my time doing is telling people about Seaside and why they might want to bring their family out there. Um, really not in the summertime you know as you might expect we don't we don't need a lot of help getting people to come to the beach in the summer yeah. <laughs> so a lot of my job is uh, uh, focused on the shoulder seasons you know and the winter um, how to seaside inside we call it um, <laughs> because sometimes with the sideways rain and all that kind of stuff that we get <laughs> on the Oregon coast um, it has its own charms you know the storm watching and everything and there's and and certainly people like that. Um, but it's just not so, it doesn't, it doesn't immediately appeal to you to want to go to the beach maybe in a rainy day in December, but, um, more and more as going forward, people do do that. So I spend most of my time, probably 92% of my budget focused on bringing people out on the times when they might not typically want to come out. Well, just before we started this interview, I was debating with myself, like, what's the best time to go to the coast? Is it, mm-hmm. it's because it's amazing when there's actually sunshine mm-hmm. and it's warm on the coast, yeah. but there really is something about going there when it is raining sideways and you're just kind of cozied up inside, reading a book and watching the ocean. And Absolutely. that's always fun too. I like, I like all those flavors, honestly. And I've lived out on the coast now for about four years. Okay. And I must say that I think the real secret sauce to the whole Oregon coast trip is coming out for you know, maybe four to five days midweek, you know, because it's more affordable. There's less traffic, especially if you're coming in the summer, that would be the time to come. But what you end up catching is a lot of different little microbursts of weather and beauty in, in very different ways. So you get those, when the sun comes out, it's warm and you're at the beach. Yeah. And when the sun goes away and a storm blows in, you're like, whoa, there's a storm and I'm at the beach. <laughs> and all those in-between sun breaks and the rainbows, like so many rainbows, never seen more rainbows in my life until I moved out there from Portland yeah. four years ago. And so there really isn't a bad time to come at the, come to the beach. What it is, is is kind of a mindset to come out, kind of slow down, slower pace of life and, and kind of have a little uh, 
appreciation for whatever you find there because you cannot predict it. You can't. Oh, yeah, pr- you cannot sure. predict the weather. You know, I watch the weather report every day, and it's hilarious. I mean, it's like <laughs> wrong all the time. It's just impossible. We joke about it, you know, in my office all the time. You know, oh, today's a sunny day, and it's you know it's raining, or today's supposed to be you know three days of um, wind, and it's just beautiful sunny day. And I take a long lunch break and go surfing. <laughs> nice. Oh, surfing on the coast. You have to wear a wetsuit for that, though, right? You must. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not only to save you from the cold water, but also the jellyfish. Oh, okay. Seaside is it is that the cl- closest closest coastal town to Portland metro area? Yeah, Seaside and Cannon Beach are the two closest. You kind of hit the twenty sixth junction there. You go right to go to Seaside. You go yep. left to go to Cannon Beach. The north coast of Oregon, um, in general, I mean, it's a little bit longer to get out to Astoria. Maybe about twenty or thirty minutes longer. But what's great about the north coast, which is all eminently reachable from Portland, is you got Astoria, the river town, the beach town. You got Seaside or the, sorry, Astoria, the river town, Seaside, the beach town. Cannon Beach is more of a Oregon coast beach town like you might have seen in Travel Oregon, you know, mm. advertisements or something. It's start to get into the rocks out in the water and the cliffs and everything like that. And then you head south and, and you kind of have that Tillamook County. And kinda, there's just so many different varieties of the Oregon coast there. The, the niche that Seaside really hits is that super sunny or sorry super sunny super sandy oh yeah beach you know it's unlike any other beach on the oregon coast um it's on sunny windless days you might feel like you're in california or something it's very odd and then you have this promenade that's been there for 100 years um and there's nothing like that in the pacific northwest you know you can go out to uh yeah, Oregon City or something, walk a promenade, but this is right there on the Pacific Ocean. It used to be a seawall. Now the sand's built up so much that it's almost like, like oh, just a accessible walking path with mountain and ocean vistas. You can see whales out in the water sometimes. I mean, it's really, Seaside has its own little thing, and I really love it. How come uh, there's more, the Seaside beaches are sandier? Yeah, it's kind of an interesting thing that I learned about uh, during our prom centennial Last uh, last year, the prom turned 100, and we got a grant from Travel Oregon to uh, to um, fix my door. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So last year during the prom centennial, we got a grant from Travel Oregon to put these interpretive signs along the promenade, okay. teaching people about things. And one of the things I was always puzzled about is why is there so much sand on this beach? And not only is there a lot of sand, but it's getting bigger, bigger every year. The sand dunes are building up and where the city isn't actively plowing them out to make room for the big events like, you know, Hood to Coast, uh, Finish Line and the uh, volleyball, uh, amateur beach volleyball tournament on the beach. It's actually building up all the time. And the reason that is, is because roughly 100 years ago, Astoria built jetties around the Columbia River to kind of make that dangerous bar crossing a little less dangerous, even though it's still quite dangerous. And when it did that, it somehow rerouted the sand sediment coming out of the Columbia River, and it started uh, nestling up against uh, Tillamook Head in Seaside, Okay, and it's just building out um, along the beach there in Seaside, across the estuary into Gearheart, and all the way up to the jetty. And so it's just been getting progressively sandier over the last 100 years. And in fact, if you look at old pictures of Seaside, Seaside's been a resort beach town for 150 years. You look at old pictures, the beach was actually rocky. Oh, it was wow. cobblestone rock. And it 
and it was down about you know 10 15 feet below the surface of the promenade now some of the dunes are 20 feet above the promenade wow you know yeah. it's really something um and so we're kind of living in the golden age of sandiness for seaside right now because what's really interesting there's a local geologist and city councilor uh, tom horning in seaside and what's really interesting that he taught me is that eventually the sand's going to actually reverse and so we've kind of hit that point now where up near the jetty, it's starting to get sucked out again. And over time, the sand's going to leave. And so we're going to kind of go back, at least back toward what it used to be. Interesting. Yeah, wow. That is, interesting. that is super cool. We're talking today with Josh Heineman, Director of Tourism Marketing for the City of Seaside. Now, one thing that we um, have to do at the beach, unfortunately, is a lot of cleanup, right? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that go there, a lot of trash around. And you guys have some beach cleanups coming up this summer. Yeah. In fact, we have beach cleanups going on all the time. Um, It's one thing that uh, kind of flies under the radar. A lot lot of local um, do-gooders are out there. Lots of our local organizations are out cleaning up the beach um, on the regular and have been for years. There's a group called the Beach Drive Buccaneers that have been just doing excellent work for it. Um, You know, especially, as I mentioned earlier, in the summertime. You know, we get a lot of beachgoers out there, um, and uh, it only takes about 5% of people, you know, not really doing their part and really misbehaving to really cause a problem when you have those kinds of crowds. And so beach cleanups have been kind of a part of the seaside local culture for a really long time. We have uh, now first saturday cleanups every first saturday of every month down on the promenade you can meet you know roughly between the turnaround and the aquarium and you can get some bags and some gloves and stuff and go on out and and clean up as a group effort um and then solved does cleanups in the spring and in the fall seaside's always a big part of those and they're always really well attended is some of the stuff that uh, that people are cleaning up does that come from out in the ocean like it washes ashore Sure, yeah, some of it does, but a lot of it is from the people that are out on the beach. And it can be a little windy, you know, you're having a picnic on the beach and your napkins fly away. Yeah. and then Or the seagulls, <laughs> the evil seagulls will kind of conspire to steal all your chips when you walk away for five yeah. seconds and yeah. just string it all over the beach. So it's nice to have cleanups, you know. Yeah. At least once a month, like you say, or, or happening with Solve in the spring and fall. Yeah. You guys uh, have launched a beach cleanup coin program. Mm-hmm. Tell me about that. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So uh, during the pandemic... We had a huge increase, not only in beach use, people kind of felt like the beach was a place they could go to and was uh, open air open air and safe and they could get out and have a you know, worthwhile experience. But we also had uh, takeout, masks, all these things, and, and the, the litter increased. And what we were finding is some of the local initiatives to keep the beach clean weren't kind of up to snuff anymore. And we, especially last summer, um, we're just having days where we go to the beach and just find tons of trash. Yeah. And, it, and, and people don't like that. And nobody living in Seaside likes that. Nobody who just drove, you know, 90 minutes to come to the beach and has a nice weekend planned of sitting out in the sand with their kids building sandcastles want to find trash. The problem is that there's so many people sometimes because it's such an iconic spot that it's impossible to keep up with it. So the idea with our beach cleanup coin program is to instead of constantly be like, hey guys, don't do this, don't leave trash, we, we started to look at the people who just kind of instinctively 
want to help and are out there. We have people that come into the Welcome Center all the time in Seaside and are doing beach cleanups and they're visitors. And so the idea was to kind of crowdsource the beach cleanup program. So what we're doing now is if you go out there on the beach and you do a little cleanup just as part of your trip out to the beach, we're going to give you some beach coins that you can uh, spend on the dollar uh, at local coffee shops. Oh, how cool. Yeah, it's fun. Wow. How did how do you earn coins? So all you got to do is when you go on out to the beach, fill a bag uh, with uh, the trash you find around you and then uh, bring it up to the promenade. We have trash Public Works and Seaside has trash along pretty much every single entrance and exit to the promenade. You just leave your trash there next to the next next to the uh, receptacle, and the Public Works will pick it up. But snap snap a little pic on your phone, and then come into the Welcome Center and show us a pic. Wow! And we'll give you you know we'll give you five uh, beach coins per person who participated. Nice. So y- you can pick up two or three bags if you'd like, or you can pick up one bag. You'll get five beach coins. You can do it every single month if you'd like to. Um, and so we've had people that have been in now about you know three separate times. We have families that come in and do it, uh, uh, Girl Scout troops, things like that. And they're really loving it because then um, some of these people are people that would do that anyway, and now they can go in and get a scone and a coffee yeah. you know, as kind of a thank you, pick me up. Um, and some of the people are just people that thought, oh, I never thought of doing that, but Hey, you know, if I can go get this little treat, that will work for me. Where can you redeem these coins along the, I'm assuming along the promenade in Seaside? Well, yeah, it's at, it's at local coffee shops. So we have Burley and the Bean, which is on both ends of town. There's a drive-through on the North end and they have a sit down place on the South end of town off 101. Seaside Coffee Roasters, which is on holiday just off of. Broadway and pretty close to the Welcome Center where you'd pick up your beach coins. Controversial Coffee and uh, Cafe Latte and Beach Day Coffee, which are all kind of on Broadway near the near the promenade. And then uh, Rise and Grind Pacific Northwest, which is on the south side of town on 101. Nice. That's cool that these coffee shops want to participate in that. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, when I was going around town <clears throat> asking everybody if they'd like to participate, these people all said yes, and they were super excited about it and wanted to help kind of promote it. And I, and I didn't even get to the part of my story where I said we would redeem, we would pay you for the, you know, for the, for the thing. So basically what's happening is we're giving beach coins to the visitors who are doing the cleanups. They're going to the coffee shops, giving them the beach coins, which they're treating like a dollar, basically. You can go in and get a cup of coffee and throw a couple of beach coins to them as a tip if you'd like. I mean, yeah. it's fine. And then monthly I go around to the beach, to the uh, coffee shops, and I pay them for the coffees, that, uh, coins that they've redeemed. So they're not they're not on the hook for anything. They just kind of have to sit with the coins for a while. Yeah. But they all signed up immediately without even knowing that. They just thought they were going to be donating those coins oh. or that, that money. Um to the effort. And so I really appreciated that. Yeah. Do you have any idea how many coins have been redeemed? Oh, we have, well, I would say we're close to about 300 at this point. It's been a, been a few months, but we're only, we're only in now into the really busy time. Some of the feedback we were getting in the early spring when we launched was that there's not a lot of trash out on the beach to clean up. Well, that's a good thing. It's probably not the case now that we're into July, yeah, finally, especially after some of those warm yeah, days we had. Finally, summer has arrived. Yes, and exactly. Finally. Kind of a rough spring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was rough. 
Uh, can kids participate in this? I'm, I'm assuming it's a good teaching yeah. moment for kids. Yeah. And from my perspective, it's been one of the greatest things is to watch, you know, families come in and uh, they're out on the beach and uh, mom and dad uh, have a couple bags and they go around and they have the kids kind of fill their bags and then they'll leave and each one of the kids gets five coins, you know, Oftentimes the parents don't participate because they're so busy with the kids. Like, okay, grab that. No, leave that. You know, that's a crap shell. Leave that, you know. (laughs) Um, So uh, they come in and they're just so excited to get these coins. They're fun. And when they come into the Welcome Center, we have tons of Travel Oregon stickers and posters and seaside uh, T-shirts and all this fun stuff. And we don't sell anything. So we're just like kids in a candy shop, so to speak. We're like, hey, check this out. Hey, great job cleaning up. Here's, Here's five stickers, you know, and they just love it and then they get to go get a treat yeah so it's been it's been really fun do you know the weirdest uh thing that you've picked up on the beach uh you know thankfully we leave the trash down at the promenade so they're not bringing them in to us so yeah you know that's a really good question i think some of the weird the weirdest stuff is not so much the trash that people are finding out there because it's very often what you'd expect it to be it's masks and takeout containers and and napkins and all that kind of stuff um but some of the weirdest stuff is what rolls in out of the ocean you know like that people find there's you know people see uh, baby seals that are out there laying on the beach people see there's even been a couple sharks that have washed up this year um so you never quite know what you're going to find out there lots of different kinds of jellyfish Awesome. We're talking with Josh Heineman, Director of Tourism Marketing for the City of Seaside. Now, Josh, if pretend I've never been to Seaside. I've been to Seaside a million times. But pretend I've never been to Seaside. Sell me on it. Well, actually, I'm glad you brought up that you've been there a million times. Because this is actually, as somebody who uh, is in Seaside every day, you know, I live in Astoria and drive to Seaside every day, I often hear this idea that Seaside is whatever people thought it was because they came, you know, 20 years ago or something. And uh, if you haven't been in the last couple of years, you really do yourself a favor by coming down. I mean, Seaside, as I explained before, it fills its niche for what it is. Seaside is the well, fun capital of the Oregon coast. I mean, it always has been for a really long time. But so other than the you know, we have a new high life adventure course that you can climb on these ropes, you know, three stories above the highway 101 south of town. There, there's uh, helicopter rides, there's bumper cars, you know, laser tag, all that kind of stuff. Besides all that, Seaside's on the North Coast Food Trail now, which goes from Astoria down to uh, Neskowin, I believe. And we have seven stops in town that qualify for their focus on sustainability where they focus on, um, you know, fresh seasonal ingredients and all this kind of stuff, locals, locally sourced. Um, and, it, you know, that is kind of the way of the future and um, n- not typically what historically people would have thought about when coming to Seaside. Of course, you're going to get great seafood and all this kind of stuff, but we're talking about f- places like the Osprey Cafe, Maggie's on the Prom that could rival you know, anything you'd find in a major metro area and it with local coastal ingredients to boot. Getting kind of foodie in Seaside, is it? Yeah, a little more than <laughs> you'd expect, yeah. Uh-huh. We've got two breweries in town. 
uh, one of the, and they're both in very interesting places. So one is in the Old Times Theater, which was a theater that opened, I, I think, in the 40s, early 40s, and it and it ran as a theater until um, the 80s, I think. And then it sat kind of dormant. And a lot of people's memory of Seaside is that corner being empty because it was, you know, it was it was out for quite a while. Um, kind of depends what your generation is. If you were back even farther, it was like that was a theater where you saw all these great movies. And then if if you were kind of of my generation, that was a corner that was just kind of had a big mural on it. Well, now for the last four years, three or four years, it's a brew pub. And it's still a theater, and it's they play sports on the big screen there. But they brew the beer behind the big screens, and it's really fun to watch. Oh, wow. yeah, it's it's uh, it's amazing. Um, um, and then our other place in town, uh, Seaside Brewery, is in the old city hall. And what's kind of funny about that is the old city hall is uh, also the site of the old jail. And so where they serve the beer is actually the old drunk tank. <laughs> Seems appropriate, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> and they have great barbecue there, and, and it's really and fun. And both those places are within walking distance. And there's also a, a greater beer trail that, that goes along the entire north coast in Astoria, Seaside, and Cannon Beach that, you know, you can you can try out the seaside spots and then go up to Astoria and Cannon Beach and try out those spots too. So there's there's tons what, there's tons to see and do. What you really got to do is, is if you haven't been in a while and you think you know what it is, come and see it with open eyes. I mean, it really is... Um, its greatest challenge, in my view, Seasides, is just that it is so well known for, you know, whatever people's experience was and what it, the impact it made on them. In some cases, that was 20 years ago, 30 years ago. I mean, we have people that come in from time to time and complain to us that the turnaround has large hotels by it. It has the world mark in the Shiloh. And they say, when did you build those? And, and you know, some of those... A long time ago. Yeah, long time ago. <laughs> like, I was a baby when some of those things were... You know, yeah, so. so it's been a while for them both since they've been to the yeah, coast, Yeah, exactly. Sure. And so, it just it's just so easy in life to just kind of see something and think, okay, I filed that away. That's what that is. And what's interesting is that as you go through life, you kind of have different seasons where you are, you know, where you need different things from different places. And so when you're a kid, you just see the arcade and the, you know, the rides and the, and the beach. And then you get a little older, you start thinking about the history there and you want to go to the museum. You want to go to the historic Gilbert district. Yeah. There are so many different seasons for everything. Um, and, I just encourage everyone to come on out now in this season, wherever you are in your life, and also wherever you know we are um, as a town. Come out and see it, open eyes. Yeah, I've got a couple of minutes, and probably one of the most important things to talk about when you go to the coast is beach safety. You know, you've, it, it, it's, it can be a dangerous place. Yeah, it's fun, but you gotta know what you're doing. So, how about imparting some beach safety tips for us? Yeah. The ocean is epic. Um, it is so powerful. Uh, I've been trying to learn how to surf, you know, since I'm since I live out there now on the coast, um, and it's just hard to convey how powerful those waves are yeah. and how how cold the water can be. Uh, uh, wetsuits are amazing. They make it feel like a warm bath. But when people come to the coast in the summer, especially, and they think oh, I'm hot and I'll hop in the water, I mean, the water is just It'll shock you. And the waves um, are something you just got to keep your eyes on all the Mm -hmm. time. Uh, The Oregon coast is known for sneaker waves. And they're not necessarily what you might think they are. 
they're not kind of like a mini tidal wave that comes out of nowhere. And in some cases, it's multiple waves out in the water kind of lining up at the right time. And what it is is almost a horizontal power that comes through. And so it's almost like a wave that doesn't stop. Mm. So you might be sitting in a spot that you're fine in for 99% of the time, but when a sneaker wave comes up, it'll just come flying up the beach and it can knock you on your, on your butt in no time. And then kind of, you know, so you really got to just keep an eye out for it. And, um, there are times where their sneaker waves are more likely and times when sneaker waves are less likely. And so keeping an eye on the marine forecast is not a bad idea. But, you know, just making sure you're having fun but um, not oblivious to these things. You also don't want to play on large uh, logs, that are, in, especially if they're in wet sand. You know, if they're in wet sand, that means that the water has recently been over there. And it doesn't take much water to float one of those things, yeah, yeah. but it would take many, many people to try to move one of those things. And so if it if it rolls and it lands, lands on your leg or something, yeah. it's really bad. That's not a good thing. So that's something to keep in mind. And and uh, what else? Well, the other thing is, is almost like animal safety. Uh, like I mentioned, uh, baby seals. You might run into baby seals on the beach sometimes. That's totally normal. They're, they get – I think what happens is they're out feeding with mom and uh, they get tired and so mom puts them on – on the beach and they just kind of lay there for a while while she goes out and does what she needs to do. And then she comes back and gets them after a few hours. And our, our local aquarium, when they receive word of that, they'll go put signs around them to let everyone know what's going on to stay away. But you want to make sure you keep dogs away from, away from them and things like that. Yeah. The beach is fun. I want to get out to seaside. Thanks for letting us know all about it. Yeah. It's cool stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. We've been talking today with Josh Heineman, director of tourism marketing for the city of seaside. Thanks Josh. If you'd like to hear this interview again, just search for Let's Talk Portland on the Odyssey app. Let's Talk Portland is an Odyssey Portland public affairs program. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.